everyone, and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, Sommelier Aaron Ozar, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here, and if we have, welcome back. For those of you who are new, I'm a professional Somalia with almost 20 years experience as a wine educator, and it is my goal to ensure that learning about wine is fun, easy, and practical, so I can help you use those flavors and those wine styles, not only when you go out to something fancy, but but in your everyday lives, and you are going to be amazed at the flavors that are waiting for you to discover them. For today's topic, here in Canada, where I am, we have just celebrated Victoria Day, which is our first long weekend of the summer, and Memorial Day is coming up in the United States. And so I thought it was a really great time to talk about pairing with barbecue. In today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down the four main styles of barbecue sauces and giving you two wines for each. So you're going to have four types of sauce and eight wines at the end of this so that you're going to be able to go into this year's summer barbecue season filled with confidence and ready to wow your friends and family with delicious pairings every time you get together around the grill. So if you're ready to learn about some of my favorite wines to pair with some of my favorite barbecue sauces, let's get started and dive right into today's episode. Now the first thing I want to start off with is let's break down the four styles of barbecue sauces that we're going to be working with today. When you think of barbecue, you maybe haven't thought about the different styles of sauces. So it's really important before we get started to let's just summarize the four main styles of barbecue sauces. The first thing you need to know is that generally barbecue sauce, and this is an overreaching statement, are dangerous to wine. Why are they dangerous to wine? Because they're based predominantly on vinegar and sugar. Vinegar is a danger item to wine because it strips the fruit out. Think about it. If you had vinegar on chips, for example, or vinegar on fries, and then you had a glass of wine, that vinegar is going to strip the fruit out of it. It's basically somewhat cannibalistic in regards to wine. It just strips it down. And sugar, what sugar does to wine is if the wine isn't as equally sweet as sugar, then the wine's going to taste dull. The sugar is going to overpower it and the wine's going to taste more tart. So you have two danger items mixed into one sauce. And this is why barbecue sauce can be a little bit dangerous. Now, the other overarching statement that I need to make as we go into barbecue sauces is it doesn't matter so much about the protein you're working with. So whether you're working with chicken, fish, beef, pork, portobello mushrooms, if you're doing vegetarian dishes, it's not so much about the base protein. It's about the sauce that we need to pair with. And that's why today I'm not talking about pairing with beef or chicken or fish. I'm discussing the sauce style that it goes with. And the reason for that is the main rule of wine pairing with anything is we pair to the strongest flavor in the dish. And the strongest flavor in a barbecue dish is going to be the sauce. So here are the four different types of sauces we're going to be working with today. We have a Kansas City style of barbecue sauce, and this one is predominantly based on brown sugar and a bit of paprika or a bit of spice, but Kansas City is a sweet sauce, brown sugar based. Think molasses if you want, sort of sticky Kansas City ribs. Then we have a Carolina sauce. Carolina sauces have a few different renditions, but for today's episode, we're going to be assuming that it is based on a mustard basis. So you're going to have more of a tangy flavor that mustard comes in here. You might have some chicken, but it's a mustard based sauce. Then we're going to go to Memphis and here you have more of an apple cider vinegar or tart vinegar base. And so you're going to have this sort of 
tangy, delicious barbecue sauce, that sweet sour pull that's going to come, but you're definitely going to be having that tang come through when you're talking about Memphis barbecue. And then we're going to go to Texas and Texas barbecue. I'm going to generalize this and we're going to treat Texas barbecue as our smoked flavors. So think grilled brisket, for example, and smoked briskets or ribs. And so you not only have potential rubs and flavors, but you have this delicious smoked flavor coming through. So those are the four styles of barbecue sauce we're going to work with today and I'm going to give you two pairings for each one of those barbecue sauces and at the end of the episode I'm also going to be sharing with you two of my favorite beer styles that will pretty well go with all four of these styles. They're my go-to beers for summer. So let's get started and the first one we're going to go to is Kansas City style barbecue. Now the Kansas City barbecue sauce is our brown sugar base and so these are going to be sweeter barbecue sauces and they are delicious. The sweetness truly comes out and while there's always going to be a balance of something sweet, something sour to bring balance into any type of sauce. This one, definitely the sweetness is what it's going to shine through. And when we have sweetness like this, we can't hide from it. So whether you're putting it on chicken or you're putting it on beef or pork, we want to really embrace those sweet flavors of the sugar and we don't want to fight them. We want to match them. And so the two wine styles that I have for you here are going to be Australian Shiraz and Southern French blend. And so let's talk about Shiraz first and why I've chosen it. Shiraz from Australia is big and bold. The other thing to remember is when we're grilling in the backyard, there's generally a lot of sun and warmer temperatures. And so I prefer to choose wines coming from warmer climates for the reason that they are more used to the heat. They tolerate the heat better. They are generally more tolerant to the temperature outside. We know that wines, when they get too hot, get a little flabby, they get lazy, they don't deliver as much. Think of warm pop, for example. It just isn't as refreshing as having something cold. And so wine is very similar in the way it reacts to temperature. But what we wanna do is choose a wine that if it is outside in the sun, it's not going to get flabby, we will say. It's not gonna lose some of its life force and just get almost syrupy as wine gets warm. So the wines that I'm sharing with you today are all going to be from warmer or more temperate climates. So Shiraz comes to the table with ripe fruit flavors. So think raspberries, blackberries, blueberries. It's gonna be delicious and hold up to those sugar flavors. It may also have a bit of smokiness, a bit of vanilla on the back of it, which are also going to be nice, strong, round flavors. But a Shiraz is very rich in the glass, very velvet-like, and it's perfect in my opinion when pairing with a Kansas City barbecue sauce or so that sugar, brown sugar molasses-based sauce. You can do this in both still or a sparkling style. So sparkling Shiraz is amazing, especially if you are doing barbecue sauce with anything with bacon. So if you are doing bacon wrapped steaks or burgers with bacon. Anytime you have bacon, we will get a bit of a bacon flavor or smokiness come off of that Shiraz and it will be divine. So anything you're putting bacon on, the Shiraz is gonna be a wonderful pairing for you as well. And the second wine I have for you here is a Cote de Rhone, and this is always going to be a blend. And here you're looking at a wine made from Shiraz, Mouvet de Grenache. Wonderful blend. Again, that Shiraz is coming in, but here we have it from France. And what we're going to get here are nice fruit flavors, not as sweet as the Shiraz coming from Australia, but really melded flavors together with a bit of 
dustiness almost, a bit of ripe fruit, um, wonderful different bit of dried herbs may come off it as well, but very, very friendly. And it's going to be a bit less sweet than the Shiraz. So if you find Shiraz maybe a little bit too much for you, then a Cote Drone is going to be a wonderful style here with the Kansas City Barbecue. So those are the two wines I have for you in regards to the Kansas City Barbecue style. Let's move on now to the Carolina sauce. Now, Carolina with the mustard, and here again, it doesn't matter if this is on ribs or wings or chicken. When you have mustard in a dish, mustard is the strongest flavor that you need to work with. And when you have that Carolina sauce, so the mustard comes through, I will generally recommend that people go white in regards to the pairing. You can go red, but I prefer a white. So if you want to go red, I would suggest that Cote de Rhone. Again, sort of pull out that blended style from the south of France that is so versatile in the summer. It is amazing. It should always be in your house in the summertime. But my ideal pairings in regards to the Carolina sauce are whites. And the two whites I have for you, the first one is going to be a Viognier from a New World country. So Viognier, you're going to see on the label. I really love the wines coming from either Australia or California. Again, I'm looking for those warm climate areas. And when Viognier as a grape variety is grown in the heat, we're going to get some tropical flavors. It has a nice weight, medium white, uh, nice creaminess to it, but balanced acidity. But you're going to get some peach, some apricot, something a little tropical on it. And with the mustard, it just kind of gives a little bit of a sweet tropical flavor on the back. Now, if you really want to pull that mustard and the creaminess out. Your go-to wine here is going to be your most favorite creamy full-bodied Chardonnay. And mustard and creamy Chardonnay can create a wonderful divine pairing. Mustard is very strong, obviously, depending on the, the type of mustard you're using. But the Chardonnay comes with it with a weight, with the apples, with the pears that can work with that mustard, but it's also with the intensity of the full-bodiedness of that wine, with the flavor of the mustard, creates a really wonderful pairing. So for Carolina sauces, Fionnier, if you want to pull out a bit of sweet mustard, so think about a sweet mustard dressing, is wonderful. Look for from warm climates. And if you want to go that creamy to just really embrace the texture and the flavors of the mustard, especially if you're doing uh, more of a grainy style mustard, depending on how you're making the Carolina sauce, then you are going to look for a full-bodied rich Chardonnay. So wonderful wine styles. And for reds, if you want to do reds there, then you're looking at your Cote de Rhone from France in regards to your red style. Now let's talk about Memphis style barbecue sauce. And here, think the best analogy I have for you for a great example of Memphis. This is this tangy style of barbecue sauce of think pulled pork where we have the sweet but the tangy. So here you have a nice balance of a vinegar base with some sugar but it's definitely going to leave your mouth watering at the end of it. It is delicious and for this when we have anything that's tangy as soon as you have a recipe that says tangy it tells you that in the wine you're going to need some acidity because you're going to want to match it. We're always looking to create harmony in a pairing and so we're going to want to bring a wine with some acidity in to the mix. And once we start talking about acidity, the country that I will automatically go to for fantastic pairings every time is I'm going to go to Italy. And that's because both the whites and the reds are always going to have a natural high acidity. Now here I have two reds for you. If you want to do a white, you have lots of different higher acid white styles coming from Italy. You could do a Pinot Grigio if you wanted just as a refreshing. But here I really want to embrace those flavors in that tangy barbecue sauce. And the wine styles I will suggest to you 
are to do a Barbera. So here, Barbera is going to come from the Piedmont area in northern Italy, and Barbera is wonderful. You've got lots of that sour black cherry flavor, mouth-watering, a little bit of bramble flavors, if you will, so the blackberry in the back. But Barbera is very, very versatile. It's also not too rich, so you're going to have that nice sort of balanced mouthfeel with the tangy sauce. You don't have want a wine that's so full-bodied that it's overpowering. So a Barbera is delicious, and the other wine here is your classic Chianti Classico. So a lot of times we kind of think Chianti is wonderful, but we don't always bring it out all the time. But when you're dealing with these tangy flavors, Chianti can definitely come to the table. Chianti Classico specifically I bring out because they are allowed to blend a bit of Merlot or Cabernet into the mix and just that hint on the back with the Sangiovese, which is the main grape variety in the Chianti, is gonna give you that nice weight, deeper color, and it's a wonderful pairing. And so for our Memphis barbecue sauce, look for Barbera, or you're going to look for Chianti Classico. Now, as I'm thinking about this, here's a bonus wine in regards to this, and that is gonna be Bernarda from Argentina. So if you're in the Argentina aisle, look for Bernarda, which is almost like Argentina's version of Barbera, two different grape varieties, but in regards to profile, Bernarda is a wonderful grape variety for a barbecue flavor like this. The Memphis barbecue sauce is different than the Kansas style, where Kansas is definitely about the sweetness, Memphis is going to be about that sweet sour, that tangy that comes in the back. So here I've given you three wines for this one because a bit of a bonus with that Bernarda, but delicious, delicious wine styles. And then our final barbecue sauce is Texas. And here I'm talking about smoked barbecue. So classic brisket, slow cooked, smoked, maybe it's had a rub on it before it went in, but this is this wonderful Southern barbecue that has been smoked slow all day. So it is wonderful. But when, as soon as we deal with smoke, the rule in regards to pairing is when you have smoked, you go with oaked. And the reason we say that is any wine style that gets put in oak, if you will, that allows that oak flavor to come through in the glass means that it has to be a fairly bold wine because if we put a lighter style wine in an oak barrel that has a ton of flavor to it the wine's just going to get covered right up so when we're looking for wines to pair with smoked dishes smoked barbecue we need wines with lots of power and strength and unabashed personality in the glass and the two wines i'm recommending when you are doing smoked barbecue are zinfandel which is my go-to barbecue wine for all barbecue styles. So that is my one go-to barbecue style. If you always have a bottle of Zinfandel in the house, anytime you're doing your barbecue, you're covered in my opinion. It goes with all things, but you are looking for a big, bold, smoky Zinfandel. So it's a great time to go up and down the aisle, take a look at the descriptions on the back of them. And when you're looking here at the back of Zinfandel, you want to see powerful words in regards to strength and flavors might even get a little bit of smoked in the description. The other grape variety that I'm going to recommend here is going to be Melbeck. So Melbeck from Argentina, big, bold, delicious. Again, lots of strength in the glass. So find your 
favorite Malbec and bring it into the smoked where you really want those smoke flavors to come through in the meat. It has been deliciously and lovingly cooked all day and you want a wine to come to the table with that type of flavor and those are delicious wine styles. Now I realize I've given you more reds than whites in this episode and some of that is just the strength of the sauce. It doesn't mean we can't do whites but definitely when we're dealing with this type of flavor reds will come with a bit more strength strength to the glass. And that's why today I've given you more red styles. Now, if you are looking for whites for your barbecue, you have white blends from the south of France that are going to be delicious. You can do Semillon from Australia. You'll find a wonderful Great Friday, very rich and full-bodied, as well as Chardonnay is going to be always your choice. But in today's episode, I've definitely veered, aside from the Carolina, into more of the reds, but if you are looking for whites, then again, the south of France, you're gonna find wonderful bleds, Cote de Rhone white, you'll just see it on the label, and then you're going to have some of those uh, semillon blends you could do from Australia as well that will be delicious and come with some honey and some richness to the glass, but we did do some whites with those Carolina sauces as well. Now, I promised you I was gonna share with you two of my favorite beer styles, and as a sommelier, I not only do wine, but beers and spirits and all kinds of anything with flavor and a story behind it in the glass basically. And the two beers that I always have on hand in the summer are going to be a Scottish ale and it is one of my favorite beer styles. I find it very food friendly. So it's not as big as a rich porter for example and it's not as light as a lager. It has a bit of toastiness, some creaminess and with barbecue I really like it. So Scottish ale is definitely a beer style that I like to have on hand for the summer and it will go with most of these barbecue sauces because it has some toastiness to it, because it still has refreshing. I find it really works well. And then of course, a, just a, a really delicious lager. So whatever is your favorite lager, just something nice and clear. I don't do too many IPAs with barbecue sauce. And the reason being is that the hops, that bitterness can be overpowering and can fight it out with the sugar in the barbecue sauce. So if you're an IPA fan, keep enjoying them. But for me, the hops in the IPA are too strong and they overpower some of the barbecue sauces. So I just pick a simple lager style, whatever that is for you, but just a, a nice, clean, refreshing beer style. So I hope today I have given you some wonderful ideas in regards to pairing for barbecue this summer. You've come away with knowing now the four different styles of barbecue sauce. You have a mix of eight. I gave you bonus wine, so nine wine styles and two beers that you'll be able to keep on hand and bring out when you're entertaining with family and friends. To make it easy, I've put all of these wine styles in a download for you. So you can just click on the link and you'll be able to do the list. And I've broken it off by barbecue barbecue style because I know we've covered a lot in today's episode, but I hope that's been helpful. I want to wish you a wonderful long weekend if you haven't had it yet in the United States. Here in Canada, we're just wrapping ours up and a wonderful summer grilling season. As always, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out on social media. You can find us on Wine Girl Academy and that's on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. You can find me there. There's always hints every single day and a fun Friday wine fact every Friday. So be sure you're tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, leave your comments below. Otherwise, thanks everybody for joining me. Have a wonderful week. See you again next week. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Bye now.